It's summer break, and we are here for it. Oh, yes, we are, y'all. We are starting our summer break series. In the month of July, we're going to be talking all about relationships. And then in the month of August, we're going to be talking all about fitness. And we're going to do it in short 15-minute episodes so that you can enjoy your summer. And get that R&R in. Let's do this. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of our summer series. Whoop whoop. We're so excited to spend our summer with you. We'll spend the rest of July and all of August doing shorter episodes so that we can all sneak in a bit more R&R. I love the sound of that. (laughs) Me too. This month, we're focusing on relationships. And it's interesting because as we were deciding on the direction of the podcast for the summer, we ended up having a really eye-opening conversation. Yeah, that seems to be always the case for us, by the way. Like if we're talking about topics, if we're exploring topics, it's usually something that we've either dealt with or are currently dealing with. And when it keeps coming in front of you, and like Meg said, we'll get into a little bit of our conversation, you just know like it's something y'all are probably dealing with as well. So we wanted to touch on that and start out our summer series that way. Absolutely. It was crazy because a few weeks ago, we were both kind of in this weird place, like I was basically standing in the kitchen with Brandon one day and it was at lunchtime and I was like, dude, I am feeling so something. I can't put my finger on it. I was like, I feel something about something and I don't even know what I feel. And he's like, actually, I know exactly what you're talking about. I totally understand this. And after we dug a little bit deeper, we kind of felt like basically we were feeling disconnected from each other. Like we had just been focusing on so many external factors that we forgot to be a married couple in the internal structure of our family and our life. Right. And even though we know it's completely important to not get disconnected, and you've definitely heard us a time or two talk about that, it's really easy to fall into those traps. You know, like we we are dead set on accomplishing our goals and getting to where we want to be. And we were really using ourselves up. Like we were using up all of our energy to the point where we would get to the nighttime after we had done our work, after we had put our kids to bed and we were just like basically falling asleep and we really weren't giving any time for each other. And, and just to give a little bit of an example, I mean, we would get to a place where days would go by and we were like, have we even kissed? Right. It felt like we were roommates. I mean, for several weeks I was just feeling so weird. And I didn't even realize like, Hey, I, I'm basically treating you like you're my roommate right now. And that's not going to fly long-term. Yeah. So, I mean, we really were in a place where we had this conversation, me and Megan were both feeling the same way. And what we kind of come to the conclusion with is we just felt exhausted. We just felt whatever was happening wasn't working. We felt very disconnected from each other. We weren't being the best spouses we could be. We weren't even being the best workers we could be. And we certainly weren't being the best parents we could be. And again, it's really easy to fall into these cycles because I think all of us love our big goals. We all have our dreams. And we talk to y'all all the time about pursuing your big dreams. And I would never want to discourage you from that. So don't take this the wrong way. But when you're in that space of pursuing those dreams, what you have to remember is you don't want to get to a place where you get to the mountaintop, you've gotten to those dreams and you look around and you got no one there to share it with. 
and what me and Megan identified is we were kind of falling into that cycle, even in a short term. And so immediately we stopped, we turned from doing that and we've completely done a 180 on how we're approaching our relationship. We have basically decided today to talk about what at all costs means because that was how we were living. We were living in that phrase of at all costs, meaning we were just going to keep going and driving ourselves to exhaustion, forgetting each other, forgetting our family so that we could accomplish the goal. And we wanted to just discuss with you guys today, like what does at all costs mean to you? Are you really going to pursue your dreams at all costs? Or is there a point when you have to say, wait a second, enough is enough. What matters most is this. And we're going to scale back a little bit, reassess and redo what our life should mean right now to make it the best life it can be. Yeah. And it's going to take some honesty because it's going to take some reflection because you got to really think about the fact of how you're approaching your life. How are you approaching your job? How are you approaching your relationship? Because in my mind, it could really go either way. I mean, you could be completely pursuing something so hard. And I know we've all been there. You're like, I'm going to do this no matter what. I'm going to push through this no matter what. But that's that no at all cost mentality. To me, it means you're li- literally going to do anything to get to that place, to get to that point, to get to that mountaintop. But what you need to consider and what we challenge you to consider is what does that mean for everything else in your life when you're pursuing things that hard? Many of us, really so many of us, say that we'd do anything for the job, the success, the kids' your extracurriculars, our art, our goals, our music, our whatever. But really we decided to think about, and we hope that you will too, would we sacrifice our relationship and our marriage? For us, the answer is no. And so once we realized that, once we came back to reality, we realized we had to start working to make the actual answer no. Yeah, when I think about like my goals, when I think about what I want to do with this company, when I think about the future and our vision for the future, the real thing that I had to sit and think about and actually hold in and, and really reflect on is that I wanted my family to be there. Like when I look 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, I'm really successful. <laughs> I'm happy to I say, like, like I, I, I'm growing every day. I'm doing all these things. But the thing that I remember and the thing that no matter where I am and no matter what vision I'm coming up with for the future, Megan's there with me. My family's there with me. Because it's important in my core values of my being that like my family's going to be there. But I know all of you out there have been in a place where you haven't pursued your partner, where you haven't put them in a place where maybe you're running on autopilot and you're trying to pursue this thing in your career. You're trying to pursue this thing in your life. But again, you don't want to be there and not have that person with you. And that's something you're really going to have to take in and and really figure out because I see so many people out there and, and... You all know an example. People that have been, they seem perfect. They're doing everything. They have the career. They have the job. They have everything. And at the end of it, they end up divorced or their company goes under or whatever. They lose everything. And you almost feel bad for those people. But I think if you sit and reflect, a lot of us are those people. So it's a challenge to you to make sure and reflect and make sure that you're not doing that in your relationship. So we wanted to talk today a little bit about just what do we do when we forget that we actually choose each other? 
what do we do when we get off track? And these ideas might not be your exact ideas. These ideas might not be what you guys are going to do when you feel that you've gotten off track. But what we hope is that by talking about how we get through it, that maybe you'll be able to find some ideas of your own that will help you get through it and get you back on track when suddenly you find yourself in a place where your relationship is not where it should be. When you find yourself in a place where your relationship is struggling and you get home at the end of the day and you just feel empty and sad because there's just nothing left for the other person. That's where we were and that's where we don't want to be and that's why we're striving right now through all these ways to continue to build up our relationships so that we don't find ourselves in a place where we just don't have enough left for each other. And we'll start right at the top and this is the single most important thing. It's what me and Megan did in this place and it's what you should be doing in your relationship weekly, if not daily, is having real conversations. We can get so caught up in the minutia of life. We can get caught up in the day-to-day. We can get caught up in the grind. But you need to be willing to have a real conversation with your partner. See, for me and Meg, we realized there was a problem. We realized there was a disconnect. And I'm be honest, it didn't take very long to have the conversation. But that's because we're programmed over years of time and we've experienced far too many things in our lives where we did not have that conversation that we realize now how valuable that is. So we simply just don't let things progress without discussing them. We don't let things fester without approaching them. We don't shy away from a difficult conversation or even a simple conversation just based on the fact of of anything else because we don't want to be not having a conversation and then becoming a bigger thing later. And listen, this wasn't even a thing. When we came to each other, it took us a minute to even understand what was going on. We came to each other like, hey, I don't feel right. It wasn't like this big, huge issue between us. It was just a small, like, we don't feel okay. Let's talk this through. And it was then and only then when we were working together through it and talking about all this just feelings inside that that's when we really decided like, hey, we figured it out, but we figured it out together by speaking to each other about what our hearts felt. Look, if you want to be in this marriage thing, if you want to be in a grown-up relationship, this is what it takes. So I get some of you might be shying away. You're already saying your partner won't listen. You've tried with your partner so many ways, and we don't even know those ways. And you're right, we don't. But you're in this thing. So if you're choosing this thing, then you got to be willing to have the conversation. If you're going to choose your partner, if you're married, even if you're not married, if you're in a grown-up adult relationship, sometimes you got to act like it. And sometimes you got to show up to the table and have these conversations even when you don't want to. It's just the reality of being in a relationship. Whether it's with your partner, whether it's with someone else you have something with, you got to be willing to have these conversations. And once you are, you're going to realize that they're not as bad as you ever build them up to be in your mind. Like me and Megan for this, we were both confused. We were both coming from a place we didn't know. And instead of shying away, we just had the conversation and moved on. And from there... We've really tried to recommit to fun. We always talk about having fun in our relationship, and it's a cornerstone of what we are as a couple. We do things to have fun. When we first started dating, I always go back to this example. When we first started dating, it's all fun. When you first start dating someone, you have fun, you're going on dates, you're doing this, you're doing that, and then somehow that gets lost. And y'all know you've been there. If you're not there now, you've been there before. It just gets lost. So recommit to fun. Take back... to what happened, what made you first fall in love with this person. Like me and Meg love laughing and having fun together. Yeah, I was just going to say like, I mean, this doesn't have to be big, huge things. Like this is just enjoying your life at home together. This is just laughing and giggling and 
finding these little funny jokes and side moments and enjoying just each other in a in a brand new way. This is not like, you know, go on a huge vacation and enjoy each other. This is like, no, in your daily life right now, this second, you can choose to have fun. You can recommit to there being fun and happiness in your relationship. Even if it's hard right now, no matter what's going on, there are moments, there are glimmers where you can be happy and where you can choose that fun. Just to show you how simple this is, one of the things me and Meg love to do, and maybe you and your partner will do this as well, but we turn on Alexa, I'm going to say her name and she's probably going to come on. Oh, she's totally blue right now. (laughs) But we turn her on and we put songs on that we love and we sing, we dance together, we just have fun. We even get our kids involved. It's a whole family thing, but me and Meg are able to reconnect as a couple by just putting on a song. It's that simple. We don't have to build it up to a crazy thing, especially during COVID. There's not that many crazy things you can do right now. (laughs) So sometimes it's just that simple. And I really love, too, when Brandon will ask her to play a song that means something to our relationship, like maybe our wedding dance song or just other songs that have come up over the years that just mean something to us. Even just hearing him ask, you know, who to play that just makes me just smile and I hear it from the other room and then I come out and usually we start dancing or we get the kids and just have a fun dance party in the kitchen. It just it's so easy. It's so easy once you just decide to bring that happiness and fun back. Another thing Meg and I always do is we encourage each other. We always want to encourage each other because we don't want to tear each other down. That's the thing. You don't want to get into a place where you're tearing your partner down. You want to pick them up, lift them up, dust them off, and get them out of their funk, get them out of the space that they're in, and bring them into a place that's happier. You really want to make sure that you're encouraging them. So often I think we try to knock our partner down And a lot of times it just causes more and more issues. But if you're able to encourage each other and approach each other from a place of grace, it's only going to bring more positivity in your relationship. And that can be easy too. That can be a simple note. That can be a hug. That can be an encouraging text throughout the day. There's a million different ways to be encouraging as long as you're just thinking of that other person and what they might need at any given moment of their day. Another really important part of choosing your partner over all else and really rediscovering your relationship is putting down your work. That's one of the big things where, at least in this stage of our life, right now in this recent conversation we had that we realized we were just totally failing and it was causing a lot of what we were experiencing is that we were just working, working, working all the time, all the time. And when we did that, it just left us no energy for anything. It was just exhausting. And it really had a huge toll on us very, very quickly. Within a week or two, we were experiencing just this huge chasm between us and it was by and large for work. So put down that work. If it if it's time to put down the work, you need to set it aside and go do some of these other things and just enjoy each other. Yeah. And with this, just taking breaks from all the other stuff in your life. There's so many things that can weigh us down, especially now in the world. It seems like there's always something going on and it can weigh you down on a daily basis. So take breaks from that and just enjoy life. Just get outside, go for a walk. Me and Meg love having a drink on our back porch. We like to just unwind together and talk together and converse together without any like intention of where we're going to go. Just really enjoying our each other, enjoying ourselves, and enjoying our time outside. 
And another fun thing is just game nights at home or having lunch dates, just any little ways to sneak in a little extra fun. Right now, obviously, you're not going to be going out and going to all the fun date nights that you would normally have pre-COVID. Or if you have kids like us, you weren't doing them anyway, so it's no different. But I really feel like just those simple, simple things can really make a difference. We love to sneak away for a little lunch date and it takes an hour of our day and it means the world to us. Or the other night we did a at home date night box and had a ton of fun. Yeah. And lastly, and uh, this is maybe my favorite one is just making time for sex. <laughs> and yes, I'm going to say, I don't think I really need to spend a ton of time on it. But just make sure you're prioritizing the intimacy in your relationship. And intimacy goes beyond sex. I know that. But make sure you're reconnecting as a couple. And honestly, while we're on the topic, the more you're having fun, the more you're enjoying each other in a non-sexual way, the more you're going to decide you want to make time for sex anyway. Ultimately, when you look back at your life and you're sitting on your front porch in your rocking chair, do you want to be there alone? Then you can't live like you don't care right now. You can't put your marriage, your family, or anything else on the back burner while you're going to chase your dreams. So what's it going to be? Will you really go after other things at all costs? Or will you stop short at your relationship and your spouse, choosing to make them the most important part of your life? The decision is yours. Well, guys, that's it for today. But if you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so we can share our message with more people. We'd love to connect with y'all, so be sure to shoot us a DM over on Instagram. We're at Fools in Love Podcast. Talk soon.